Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. And we start off because Victor has some new news at his new work location, which translates a little bit into an issue that Victor is maybe a bit skeptical about, a meat shortage that is on the horizon and what that's going to mean for all of us, even though Victor doesn't really eat meat anymore. Yeah, not so sure about that. I do work in a grocery store, so I kind of think I know what I'm talking about, but maybe I don't. But wait (laughs) to find out in this episode. And then we have Words with Friends, Stream of Thought Edition. Rick gets a chance to redeem himself as I list off a few words and we see if he can get an accurate definition as to what they are. And that segues into Rick's and his brother. Man, oh man, I've known this guy for a very long time, many, many years, and I have got to sit and listen to the trials and tribulations they go through, the ups and downs, the stories at the, at the dinner table, the stories in front of grandparents, in front of the public, an interesting conversation that anybody with siblings can appreciate. So with that being said, episode number 127 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> My mom had ordered for the office a, a box of Keurig, um, the coffee, little coffee cup things. Right. And it was, it said it was delivered uh, three weeks ago or something. They said it was dropped off and all that. So we looked at, back at the day where we came in. My mom went to pick it up and magically it's disappeared, nowhere to be seen. So someone stole it. It was ordered and sent to the office? Yeah, it was sent by FedEx. And I guess they just left it out someone in took front it. of the door, and someone just yep. picked up and went off with it. So I had to come in today to make sure that it was actually delivered. The cleaning lady, uh, who Dulce, Dulce maybe? Uh, yeah, oh my god, good old Dulce. <laughs> uh, you saw? No, him? no, no. But whoever it was was kind enough to bring it at different cleaning put it lady. Up on the, yeah, it could have been a different cleaning lady. We have I feel like we, there's like three different ones now that come in. I think they might have contracted a different thing. So I haven't seen Dulce though. Haven't seen Dulce since uh since I moved back here. That was so funny that one time though when uh you know Spidey Sense was tingling and I stopped before opening the door. I was like, no, you go first. <laughs> and then sure enough she was down the hall. Right, right. And you waved you waved me in <laughs> so we wouldn't have to talk Oh to her. man, yeah. So she was she was quite the character. Wonderful wonderful woman. She just liked to talk, especially after she she found out that you spoke Spanish. <laughs> then it just totally oh, yeah. went to a whole new level. She just loved talking with Dude, you. Dude, that still happens to me where um especially at work with some coworkers where they're talking and I just don't have it in I I just don't have it in me to just stop the conversation and walk away. And I try, and it it doesn't turn into like this 20 minute ordeal. It's, you know, five to seven minutes or something. But I don't, I just don't know how to say, to get out of there without coming off as being brash. Yeah. I think maybe I'm just in my head. I feel like I'm just going to come off as brash, but if I just say something, it'll be perfectly fine, you know? Well, it's a, it's a, it's almost a science. To figure out how to how to tactfully end a conversation, yeah. it takes practice for sure. As going through ministry, right. I had to learn that pretty early on because, I mean, you know, you know, church people, those church ladies, they just love to talk. <laughs> so you gotta gotta be nice, but you also gotta have a time frame. <laughs> I was thinking of that one guy that we met at the uh, at the pancake breakfast who came up to me, who came up to us and was. I had to come over and say hello. I just. 
I just know you're a fine, young, honest gentleman. And he kept saying the same thing over, and you were like, I think he's an evangelist. He fits the description. Oh, right. And he kept kind of lingering around the yeah. area. not this, Couldn't figure out if he wanted to start a new conversation or to just let us be or to try and, you know, reel us in. I, he couldn't quite read I us. remember that. And it was something to the extent of, I just have a feeling about you. You seem like such a nice young gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I just, I just had to talk to you. It's like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Cool. Well, we're gonna go now. <laughs> right. So, speaking of work, what's the what's the deal with your uh, your work situation? You said you had updates. So, I have not heard back yet from HR, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I'll contact them next week or something if I need to. Uh, it's boring, bro, because there's not a lot because it's limited the number of people they can go in the store, and because the store that I'm at now, there's enough people where it's a bigger store, so if one person isn't able to make right. it, then you're still okay. Okay. Um, so it's boring. But what's nice is the the manager is very hands-off. He doesn't ever tell me what to do. He never checks in on me. He sometimes says hi. He says hi. So I can do whatever That's I want. That's nice. You know, I'm not worried about uh, – micromanagement like I was at the other location. Oh, okay. But it just sucks though because the, I mean, the drive is only 30 minutes without traffic, but that'll change to be an hour when it, things go back to normal. But the thing that sucks is that we're going back to normal hours. So today is going to be the first day that we go back to closing at 10 instead of closing at 8. Oh. Which I think it'll still be, it'll still be slow, I think, and I, it'll still relatively be easy. But I'm not trying to work any later than I already have. For some reason, well, not for some reason, because I wake up early now, <laughs> every day. By the time it's eight thirty, nine o'clock, I am ready to go home. I am ready to just get right. out of there. Your, your biological you know? clock's telling you the day's winding down. So the, the fact that we're going to be open till 10 now, I don't know. Well, I mean, we're, it seems like we're headed towards another, uh, another catastrophe, much like the toilet paper situation. Which catastrophe would that be? Running out of meat. Oh, really? Like, make sure you stock up with some ground beef or chicken or stuff, because there's going to be, in the next couple of weeks or whatever, there's going to be a pretty significant shortage. I mean, already, at the grocery store, my mom was telling me that she went, and in the meat aisle, all they had was chicken, no ground beef. And it doesn't look like they're going to have ground beef for months, probably. Really? Yeah. That's a good thing. I don't eat ground. I don't eat that very often. Oh, really? I don't buy meat when I go grocery shopping. Oh, dude, ground yeah. beef. It's very that's rare. That's like my my go. It's very rare that I'll buy. I mean, sometimes I buy ground beef, but I'm slowly migrating away from red meat, eating meat, or just meat in general. Any, just meat in general, with the exception of of fish. Interesting. I like okay. fish. I like so more of a pescatarian. It's just it's yeah. It's just. Over the last couple of years, it's just slowly become uh, unappetizing. Why? I mean, it's still it's tasty. Like I let you know, throw some ground beef in with t- definitely tacos, tacos or yeah. nachos or you know what I'm saying. Maybe you just uh, stick at cooking. Maybe that's the problem. But no. But sometimes I'm just like I'm eating and I'm like I'm eating a dead animal right now and it's just not it's just like uh eh, i can be oh, healthier God. was this sparked by watching some documentary or something like no supersize no, me no, or... no 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 it's just natural it's just become this natural thing that i've been 
thinking and feeling. that is so interesting and it's not like and it's and it's i mean part of it is yes friend animals are our friends not our food but i'm not like this super gung-ho liberal who's out on the street passing out pamphlets or throwing you blood know? on like if other politicians people, or stuff <laughs> if other people are gonna be if other people love eating meat i don't right. care. you know whatever you're not gonna but pee to them to death yeah it's just like eh and then sometimes too when you're taking chicken or meat out and it's juicy it's like the gross juices and blood and sometimes if you're eating meat you might you take a bite and you hit bone and it's just like what am i doing you know what i feel i no. this is this is what it feels this is what it feels like it feel and again i'm not talking down on people they're saying people should change their habits or whatever but it feels like i've i've passed that that i've evolved to a point where i can sustain myself beyond the consumption of other things that at one point were alive. Yeah. You know? No, I thought... Th- and eating fruits and vegetables and other foods, it just feels... You feel more ener- energetic and you feel lighter. It's healthier, obviously. And definitely, like... Definitely. I... And every once in a while, I go to McDonald's and I get a couple hamburgers or I'll go to In-N-Out. And oh, sometimes, yeah. every once in a while, I'll get ground beef and make tacos. But I've for the most part, pretty much eliminated it. Wow, so this isn't really going to have any diet. impact on you. That's crazy. Yeah, this doesn't make a difference to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. I can I can totally appreciate that. But, man, you, you get something like a white chicken chili or, or something that's just, like, super oh, hearty. Oh, dude, trust oh. me. I'm, dude, I'm a big fan Crock-Pot of, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the crock pot, big fan of the grill, you know, ribs. Oh, man, my dad's ribs. I some, think you have yeah, I had some dry, of them, dry you know, ribs again. Any a hole in the wall restaurant that only serves hamburger and french fries, right. you know. <laughs> I still love it. It still tastes good, but I just don't f- feel the need to eat that on a regular basis. That is so interesting. But I, damn, yeah, I would, I, I I would love, you know, now that you're think now that you're mention it it's only nine thirty where i'm at right now and a slab of ribs oh yeah sounds pretty tasty if you yeah, know if, if someone if a if a slab of ribs just magically appeared on the table right now i'd start mm. eating it you're, ma- you're making sure. me hungry man and it's almost lunchtime but you know what me. they have they have now there's a brand called impossible meat i was just about to ask brand, you about that a company called beyond and they make they make you know, plant-based meat products. Yes. So plant-based sausage and hamburgers and whatnot. And I've had those, and they're absolutely delicious. I was wondering, because I still haven't tried them. But I've heard and great things. It, when, you, when you eat it, when you eat it, you know it's not real, but it is almost, almost identical when it comes to look and texture. They've got some... And of course, there's going to be somewhere out there... There's, you know, there's some ass clown conservative out there who's all about his guns and red meat and probably thinking, I'm just some hippy-dippy liberal and fuck beyond meat and impossible. But I'm telling you, bro, it's a great substitute and absolutely delicious and totally worth the extra money to spend knowing that you're getting something that is filling and uh, plant-based and it's delicious yeah i love it and i think i'm of the opinion because just because i haven't tried it like don't knock it till you try it but i've seen some of those documentaries about how the the actual labs 
that they develop this in with the different plant-based stuff and and they have different ways of flavoring the the plant-based su- uh, substitute so that it's both the taste and the texture are identical to what an actual burger is mm-hmm. so but the interesting thing is that these are not actually healthier for you overall i mean healthy is relative healthier than right but there's still a lot the of time fat yeah and stuff but at like the that. same time but at the same time yeah, stuff that's made out of science. <laughs> you know, you always have to. Right. There's always a. There's always this like period of time where you figure out, oh, this element of it is not that healthy. Like the jewel cigarette, the jewel pods. Right. No smoke. Oh wait, you're going to be dropping dead left and right without any. Okay, so it's not. A, it's not actually the jewel pods, but you know. <laughs> or whatever black, you know black what I'm market saying. Market cigs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. but the current rate that Americans consume meat is just not sustainable, and now you have literally on the news last night, they were just talking about how farmers are having to euthanize their pigs just because they don't have people to process them because um, a lot of the states are still shuttered or shelter-in-place or uh, stay-at-home orders, so they just don't have people to process it, and the pigs keep breeding, and now there's... A surplus of pigs and nothing to do with them. And so, same with cattle and sheep and stuff like that. So it's all going to pass down uh, the line. Oh, really? I was under the impression that it was because people were buying it nope. up. Yes. And they didn't, they didn't, they couldn't replenish it fast enough. We have the same, we have the same amount of supply and the same amount of consumption, but there's just no one there to actually process <laughs> it. You know what? <laughs> I'm skeptical on this. Where's this information coming from? Uh, health experts in the field. Because people, people, I see people at the store always buying this stuff. Yeah. Who are the? Wait, wait. Where is? Where did you get this from? Health.com? No, no. Where well, is this? this was this was the uh, headline story on NBC Nightly News last night. This was their top story. Yeah. Really. And they had a couple of different experts and agricultural experts in the field as well. So. Could this be like the three percent that everyone pays attention to, and the ninety percent, the ninety-seven percent that no one else is paying attention no, to? Remember, I, we were talking about oh, like yes, yes. <laughs> like global warming, like global warming. Right. That's what I, I. And they're given equal weight. Right? Is this the three percent? What's going on? No, man. Because I started seeing articles about this last week, and I'm just seeing now every. I think every single major uh, news headline is giving some story on that or another just the pending meat shortage that we're gonna have what about other is there other stuff other staples that are out uh no not really or is just yeah it's it's pretty much just meat right now i mean i'm sure agriculture in general is gonna probably suffer because the people who would normally be out there picking the fruit or digging up the vegetables aren't working (laughs) and so you've got crop you just don't have a way to transfer it to the wider community yeah, a lot of a lot of waste right now. And Joe, who I work with doing the podcast uh, podcast that we had last week, and he broke down crying uh, about how there are images all over the news right now of crops just withering on the vine because there's no one there to pick them. And it was like it, he, he was saying something to the extent of it breaks my heart to see that there are so many people who are going hungry and no way to get food to them. So yeah, I mean it's it's omnipresent and it's only going to get worse now as as this kind of lingers on because it always takes a couple of weeks, maybe a month for it, the whiplash effect to catch up. Yeah, I'm I know you're skeptical. Mean, I can see the skepticism in your face. <laughs> dude, I it, all that is such trash. No matter what network it is, all the all the all those 
Uh oh, is Aventine Victor about to come on? I don't know, man. <laughs> Let it rip. Another diatribe. Go for it. You know what I think of when I tell people that, or when I, when people tell me something or their behavior changes because of something that they saw on the news, the news being any basic network that you can get by plugging a TV into the wall. Right. I think of that scene in. I believe it's Batman and is it Batman Forever with the Riddler and oh Two Face from the nineties? I have no idea. Jim Carrey. I think of Jim Carrey's Riddler, <laughs> okay. and he remember his in his plan. He wants to like release this device, and it goes on top of your TV, and it makes people oh. like just sucked into the right, TV yeah. kind of thing. That's what I think of when I think of the news. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, you're not wrong. Like ratings, just getting eyeballs, getting yep. eyeballs. So yeah, is it true? Yeah, I'm sure it's true, but to what degree? Right. And a lot of it, I'll, I. And I'm gonna. And the same, and the same thing, dude. The same thing with what's happening now. I'm. I know it can be deadly, and it's highly contagious, and and but I. What the fuck? Yes, pe- people you tend know? to to overreact. I mean. It's diff. Well, and I guess you don't. You don't have too much because you were asking me. I think it was last week. How many people do I know personally, or how many people did Joe know personally who's died? And uh, I think it becomes more real when people all around you are dropping dead left and right. But I mean, I I don't disagree that there's plenty of other health concerns and health factors for many other things that are probably a little more concerning than this current pandemic. But. Yeah, sensationalism. It's all about sensationalism. But here's the thing, though. Speaking of sensationalism, okay. what type of – answer me this. What type of personality is he? The 12 people that he knows that he died? All Is it, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness? Or is a handful of them from 30 years ago that he knew for five years and then somehow through the grapevine heard of them and, you know, now remembers it, them? It ranges. Because there's a guy – because there's a guy at work who's a who is such a fucking drama queen, yeah. and it's so annoying because he he just dramatizes everything, and it didn't take take me very long to realize, bro, all of your anxiety, you have nobody to blame but yourself for all of the anxiety that you right. go through and the depression you're feeling, <laughs> because you take on the weight of the fucking world. And deem it your responsibility to fix all these problems with, that are completely out of your control and other people's responsibilities, and you take it all on yourself, and you take and and you're you're a one man show for all to see, standing at the fucking corner, <laughs> wasting my time when I have other things to do. Oh my goodness! And so my so ask yourself like yeah, all this stuff happening on the news, and yes, you might know people like oh they've died, people that have died, and this and that, and that's unfortunate but what type of personality yeah exactly and how seriously can you take that right and i think i mean joe generally he he's relatively you know even keeled level-headed um he just had a he actually in this situation what is your opinion that's what i i think it's appropriate because he just he just performed a funeral for somebody who he had known very well a family friend of 40 years who had made his first police officer uniform and his last police officer uniform, and he just died okay. from coronavirus. Granted, he fell in the high-risk category. I'm assuming he's a little right. older than, than Joe was, so 
naturally predisposed to contracting something, even if it wasn't coronavirus. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I do think that there's an, a little bit of transference going on where... Like 70, his behavior, 70% legitimate, 30% come on, get it together. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. But granted, I'm I'm much more like you when it comes to uh, trying to stay relatively objective when it comes to not letting my emotions consume me or trying <laughs> trying not to let my emotions consume me. Yeah. Where he's somebody who allows his emotions to consume him, especially recently. Taking that for what it's worth, it, everyone's a different personality, but... Things don't happen until they happen. Why worry about... I mean, it's natural to worry. <laughs> so I try, when I realize if I'm worried about something, I try and ground myself because... At that point, it's just stuff that's happening in your head, whether it's, am I getting fired? Am I going to get hired? Does this person like me? What am I going to do about this or that? What, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yep. I mean, I just think to myself. As the saying, take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. I know. Because <laughs> I just think to myself, I mean, I'm honestly, I am lucky that I am still alive. I, I could have died so many times. In uh, in my short life so far, that it's like okay, I'll just take it as it comes. I mean, I very well could get hit by a car walking out from uh, the studio after this. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, changing gears, kind yep. of, because I just thought totally. of this: uh, how many how many phrases from the Bible are applied in everyday life that maybe people don't realize? And I thought of that because I thought. Take it with a grain of salt. That sounds like some old wise saying that would be in the Bible that has to do with salt with how they paid Roman soldiers or something like that. <laughs> but then I was thinking, I know I know how, which is where the word salary comes from, which I believe is comes, I, I want to say the Latin word is salarium or something like that. But I know that's where salary comes from, from sal being the root of what the Latin word is for salt, which is, I think, salarium, which is how they got paid. Right. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the writing on the wall that's comes from a verse in the bible right isn't there's something related to writing and like a giant hand and a wall <laughs> i know that much so it's yeah. read between the lines or the writing on the wall or something like that is from comes from the bible and it's a saying that people say all right the time. i'm a little i'm a little rusty on my idioms my biblical idioms uh, that are so now you're a little rusty a little, huh? a little, little rusty just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not i'm not too i'm not too familiar with sayings that come from the bible that are cliches aside from well you really really popped that balloon i was really excited i thought you would for sure know no phrases. not really not really relevant to what i do <laughs> but i do have i do just happen to have if you wanted to I didn't plan this. I just happened to have these note cards in front of me again. Oh, God. Do you want to uh, give another, that another, a second shot? Another words with friends? Yeah, let's, let's try. Yeah. Let's, do, let's, let's see how this goes. <laughs> and if you want, well, if you want, I'll take one up, one card up, and I'll put it up to the camera. But you're too blurry. So you can I, can't, I can't see anything. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> okay. How about this? I'm going to shuffle them, and you tell me when to stop, and then you tell me... You're going to pick the word. Stop. Tell stop. me when to stop. Okay. Here's. Tell me front or back. Front. All right. Front. Give me, and then say a number one through ten. Oh, my God. This is a process. Seven. Everyone seven. seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at that. And then this is the same note card that 
Quash came from. Oh my goodness. I thought you were going to say Antediluvian again. By the way, I'm never going to forget Antediluvian now. Oh, and you know what I'm going to do, too? Because I know how you were saying this last time. I don't want to throw off your game. So I'm going to... I have the note, the word on the note card. But I'm also going to just look it up on the internet. That way it can give me a phrase. Right. That way I can Uh, give you a phrase... Unless it happens to be somebody's name in which only videos and websites about them show up. This feels like it's turning into a game show. (laughs) Never mind. I missed it by a couple letters. Okay, so you have the word. Now, do you want – what's the – well, whatever. All right. Churlish. Listen, listen. The word is churlish. Oh, goodness. Adjective. It seems churlish – to complain. You, you know, I should know this word. Do you want me to give you a clue? Just just say. I, I don't... I, no. I, I will just make a fool of myself if I try to Churlish. Rude in a mean-spirited and surly okay. way. Or is it surely? Surly. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I've seen that, and I, I could probably understand All it right. in context. Zero to one. Yeah. This is not, <laughs> we're, not, we're not starting off too strong here. I should have known that. Pretty quick, pretty quick to not give a shit about what you were, you were saying. Just wanted to let you know you lost, <laughs> you lost that. Son of a... All right. Yeah. All right. Tell me, I'm mixing we're them up. We're only going to do three. We're going to do best of three. Oh, yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're going to do three. Three is good. We're going to do three. Tell me when... Stop. Mixing it up. Tell me when to stop. All right. Front or back? Back. One through ten? One. Oh, shit. All right. This is... A big one, not a big one, but it's taking me. It's I have to read it to myself to make sure I pronounce it correctly. The word. Are you ready? I'm ready. God. <laughs> Is ostentatious. Oh, that's like Aust- uh, pretentious. Ostentatious. It's, yeah, it's very a similar part of to it. Pretentious. Characterize, yeah, characterized by vulgar or pretentious display, designed to impress. Yeah, pretentious. I just coned in on the word vulgar, so I was like, wait a minute, what do we have here? Oh, right. Okay, and then, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, one, one for one. one. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is, the, this is the rubber match. Hey, by the way, did you, did, did you know either of those words? No, I don't know. Sure. I don't, that's a cribbage term? No. Is cribbage, what did you say, the rubber match? Rubber match. That, that's a cribbage term, yes. It's the uh, tiebreaker, basically. Trying to throw me off while I'm shuffling these cards? Is that what's going on that, over that there? That is exactly what's going on. I want to get, <laughs> get in your head. All right, all right. Uh, Stop. Mixing it up. Tell me when. All right. Oh, that was the same card as last time. I'll just grab this next one. All right. Okay. Front or back? Front. And number one through ten? Uh, whatever the bottom one on the list is. Ah, you're going to get this one. Yeah. Wrapped. Wrapped? Yes, wrapped. Oh. R-A-P-T. Gosh. It's been a while since I've used that. Uh, oh, that's that's like a focused attention, I believe? Uh, or like an engaging... Um... Here, let me read you a sentence. That way okay. you might be able to hone in on it. So... I was uh, wrapped. <laughs> yes. No, you could say that. I know. He yeah. was... Andrew looked at her r- wrapped... The, they listened with rapt attention. Yes, right. She yeah. shut her it's, it's eyes focused. and seemed. It's, it's she it's shut phoned. her eyes and seemed rapt with desire. It's like a focused what? attention. 
Just tell me. Tell me what it is. That's where it's at. We're going to say halvesies on that one. Okay. It, completely fascinated by what one is seeing or hearing. Yeah. Focused attention. That's close enough. I don't know. Fascination, though? Like, there's, a he- there's I think, emotion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grade myself at a 75% uh, on that word. So cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to count that as a win. <laughs> I was going to grade you as a 50%, and I was going to oh, count that really? as a tie. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, agree to disagree. Fine. <laughs> Gosh. How's the Midwest holding up with the weather? It's cold today in L.A. Yeah, have you gone got... on any runs? You haven't gone to Glenbard West, have you? I didn't you say you didn't you haven't done that? No, I have I have not really been taking care of myself physically <laughs> too well during this whole quarantine period. I'm I'm very sad about that. Have you taken on any new activities? Anything that you've never done before? Something that you want to try? What? You should get little seeds from the store and have a little pot and just grow a little plant, like a little cilantro plant. Just something fun. Yeah. Or like a Chia Pet. Order, oh my gosh, order a Chia Pet on, wow, I'm going to order a Chia Pet on Amazon. Oh my god, Chia Pets? Wow, yeah. they still make those? Yeah. Holy crap. They still make them. I had wow. a dog. I had a Chia Pet my, once. I forget what, what it was, though. What did my brother have? A rabbit, maybe? You get the Chia seed, you just spread it on the thing and watch Mine didn't turn out too well. Yeah. I think it was a, a I think it was a head with like an afro or something like that. Yeah. And they it only had like that. Grew, grew like half of it or something. Oh uh, and then it died yeah, it, right away. So I failed yeah, so, I, I failed somehow, but I was like nine years old or something like that. Most of my most of my attention is focused on church stuff. I mean, my goodness, I seriously I feel like I have a Zoom meeting or a conference call pretty much every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. It's uh wow. I mean it it it's nice uh just to get back into the swing of ministry and pre- how many hours pre- would you say right now during during this pandemic how many hours would you say that you spend every week with church stuff? Well, let's see. Okay, so yeah, Zoom calls are normally about an hour for each one and let's say there's seven Zoom meetings in a week, so that's at least 7 hours have the podcast and editing, which is at least another 3 hours. Um, and then I preach once a week as well, so that's probably another two hours, including prep. So yeah, okay, so I mean, it's closer to, to 15, maybe, a week. But yeah, no, it, it's crazy, though, just because it's like, I love doing the stuff that I'm doing, I just wish it was economically feasible. I mean, I wish that I was able to get a salary for <laughs> this, which is which is yeah. the goal, which is the goal of, of the church, is to start staffing up outside of Joe and Daryl. And it, it all depends on how, because with the wedding stopping, there's no more revenue coming in. So basically, it's just trying to stay afloat <laughs> at the moment. I would love, I would love to get back into it and actually make make an income uh, doing doing that now. So all all the work that I'm doing right now is just volunteer, and then yeah, helping out with family stuff and uh, doing this podcast as well. So how's Grandma doing in Florida? She's good. When, she, when was the last time you saw her? Because you saw her once. Since after that, uh, after the last time I thought you saw her. Right, because I went down, yes, I went down because Joe had gotten me tickets, and I think that was in September, I want to Yeah, I want to say. say, it was like sometime like September, between so, now and yeah, summer or something. It's been about six months, and so I I talk to her every week, I'll give her a call, we'll chat for anywhere from an hour, a half an hour to an hour. And, and her lifestyle isn't really changing, she's still gardening, mowing the lawn, reading every day. She doesn't so she mow didn't the lawn really anymore, need, but she, she, oh, no? she just, uh, her wrist, she broke her wrist, Oh, and so she's okay. been recovering 
from that for a while now. And so, yeah, she has not been out very much. But she was telling me, I think it was this past week, she was telling me it was the first time that she'd gone out into public. She had gloves and a face mask on. Uh, just went up to the grocery store to get things because most of the time there's relatives in the area who'll be like, hey, we're going to the grocery store. Can we pick up anything for you? Mm-hmm. Neighbors ask that all the time, too. But for the first time, she ended up going out driving to the nearby grocery store. And uh, she was saying, which is so weird. It was so opposite to the experience that I've had here where it's all the old people in the Glen Ellen area who don't wear face masks and everyone else does. Where she was saying it was all the young people at the grocery store that she was that w- was not wearing face masks. But Wait, all the old so people were. in Glen Ellen, not everyone was wearing face masks? No. Do you guys have to? Uh, that is, uh, starting May 1st, it's, uh, an amended order that if you're going to be out in public and cannot remain six feet away, like being in a store, you'll be required to have Mm -hmm. a face covering of some type. I don't think that was a requirement up until now, just a strong advisory. Oh. So it was interesting though, because at the start of the pandemic, and I think I mentioned this before, it's like 80, 90% of people that I, when I went to the Walgreens were wearing face masks last week, maybe 50%. And my mom tells me when she goes to the grocery store that uh, she goes during the the senior hours because they open the store a little bit earlier now for mm-hmm. for seniors to go in. And technically, she well, I mean she's not a senior, but she's she can pass for one. And mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom, you said it. My, my my mom said it, and she listens to this podcast, so she's gonna hear that. Sorry, mom, I love you. Um, you've said it. That's the only reason I'm repeating it here. <laughs> <laughs> She's technically not a senior, though. So, yeah. uh, but she was saying basically all, all the old people just don't take social distancing seriously at all, aren't wearing face coverings, or like huddled together around the meat station, like just meandering through the store. Really? Not really concerned about care in the world. It's like, hey, bro, we got a pandemic going on here. Pay attention. Yeah, out here you have to wear a face mask. Oh, that's required. If you're in... I don't know now, though, if... So when I was in Beverly Hills, I was at this park and I was reading and this guy came up to me who was like Beverly Hills parking enforcement or park patrol or whatever. It wasn't a police officer. Okay. He's like, sir, do you have a mask? There's an ordinance now in Beverly Hills that had passed on Friday. I guess like two weeks ago that, you know, in public, you have to wear a face mask. And he had masks in case someone people needed them. He but said I that had to one you? in my car. So like I got it so I was like, I got it in my car, don't worry. He's like, Alright, thank you. Wow. So wow. So when I'm walking around if I'm walking around or I go for a run, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. If I'm more than you know, I'm not doing that shit. But when I'm working, when I'm within people distance of people or six feet or more, if I'm at the store, it doesn't matter, I've got it on. Yeah, it seems like all the cashiers all have face masks and, and most have gloves as well. But yeah. When it's, it is weird, because I, I do think about that, too. I've seen people riding bikes who have face masks on. I'm like, that has got to get so sweaty and gross, especially now yeah. that the weather's starting to pick up. I mean, yeah, yeah like, it, sure. I guess you're being super safe, but you're on a bike. I mean, it's not like the virus is going to, like, chase after you, like, tap <laughs> into the ground like or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it would be great to have it, like, around your neck or something like that in case you end up stopping for whatever. But I'm like, oh, how can you wear that while you're biking? That has got or I don't know. or doing a, the the stroller moms with the face masks on. It's like oh, yeah. Okay, well. This one dude at uh, this one dude at work has a mask. I can't tell. I need to look, but I couldn't tell 
if his face mask was too small or if he just intentionally or if he just intentionally pulled it down under his oh. nose. It's like, well, what's so, the point if you're going to do that? I, I think it only goes from like I can't I I need to look, but I want to say it might only go from like the bottom of his nose to a little bit over his chin. So he might not be able to you I don't can, know. You can pull it pull it apart. No, 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 no. It's like it's got like a little fi- it's it looks like it might be homemade or maybe oh, bought for okay. a kid or something. I don't know, Janky, but I need to look yeah. and see or maybe he can lift it up just barely, but it keeps coming down. I don't know. But the other yesterday he was like I was walking by and he was talking to someone was like, "Yeah, man, I just think it's, you know, I just don't feel comfortable they them watching me on the camera." And then he walked away, and I was talking to the other employee. I'm like, I've been watched on the camera. Like, what happened? Because, uh, side note real quick. One time, I wasn't, like, counting the money, like, one, two, three, four, five, or putting it out for the camera you, you to were, see. You were, you were just eyeballing I was counting, the going, like... I know. I was counting the rubber over. bands and paper clips for each of the, for the denominations, and they're like, oh, you got to take it out for the camera to see. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point when you have three people counting the same drawer? It seems like a waste of time. Mm. Like, yeah, well, it's still protocol, blah, 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 some bullshit that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, fine, whatever. So I did it the right way for like two days. And then I went back to doing it my way because it's faster. <laughs> and then the next day, and then the, the very next day, they said, Victor, we need you to to take it out and there's no way for them to know unless they are watching me to make sure I'm doing it the right way anyway yeah I tell her like I've been watching like what's up she's like uh, she's like oh he was complaining that uh they called him in the office and told him that he had to go home because they saw him without talking to talking to somebody with, without his face mask on and they printed out a photo from the camera. Are you fucking kidding me? That yeah. is a little. And that's I was little... like, that told me so much that I'm learn. I'm learning so much at this new store in terms of the dynamics. So this is this is the and new place how then. things run and what. This is the new place that ha- that yeah. the got okay. So they're a little yeah. The super the not... super dramatic, uh, super dramatic hyper anxiety guy was from the old store, and this guy is from this the storm at now okay gotcha that they transferred me to without me telling without really telling or asking me (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see how long that lasts what what have what have you been doing for uh for enjoyment and entertainment and hobbies and anything of that nature still still writing more like stand-up and stuff i haven't written any uh i haven't really written stand-up since the first couple weeks of the because I mean, really, what's the point of this like, stage? Since like a month ago, yeah, right. I mean, I was thinking of, I still have some things I don't want to write out, but there's no sense of urgency for me to. What do about that. music? I've been playing the piano almost every day. I have a little timer, so I know how much I've been playing. So I usually try and play for. I want to play for an hour one to two hours every day but i usually do at least one hour sometimes an hour and a half wow that's awesome especially now that you're going back to work too so you're starting to get back into the routine of being a functioning human being yeah for sure which the other day the guy he asked me he's like hey uh 
do you he texts me he's like hey i didn't realize that you weren't on the schedule for this week um he gave me the days a few of the days that i that he's that i was going to be working he gave me the so i'm not working on thursday or friday so he gave me the schedule for today saturday sunday he's like hey Originally, you weren't going to work Thursday or Friday, but do you want to come in one of those days so you have 40 hours for the week? And I was like, uh, one, no, I don't, <laughs> even if I – and two, even if I didn't have 40 hours, which I already knew, I thought I was scheduled 40 hours, like I would take a third day off anyway. Right. Because I don't th- – he didn't know that I was scheduled yesterday. I was scheduled 9 to 7. I thought it was scheduled – two to 10. So he texts me at like 11 and I'm like, Oh, nobody has called me to say, Hey, because the bookkeeper from the other store made my schedule for this week, but oh. they don't have it, but they just, yeah, they so, just know they're, they're good. Lack they of communication. Yeah. So they know what, so nobody called me to say, Hey, where are you? So I, in theory could have not worked yesterday <laughs> and been like, no, I'm not working Thursday. I'm still going to take off Thursday, Friday and only work four days this week. And because I worked on Monday, but I was like, no, I've already been gone for five weeks. I already had all this time off, you know? Yeah. And I go, I go in yesterday <laughs> and I was just like, yep, uh, this still sucks. Should have just taken an extra day off. <laughs> and it's funny cause I haven't worked for five weeks and I already want to not work 40 hours a week. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't blame you. The drive would suck. I mean, I I would not want look forward to. But the thing is, too, it's just that it's very boring. It's very very boring. Well, considering yeah, everything is kind of slowed to. It's a, one thing if you're if I could keep busy all the time, but it's it is extremely boring, and I only do no joke. the The work that I do only takes me very minimal amount of time. Right, it's and so, then and then it's just like so watching boring. the clock. Yes, yeah, that is exactly what I am doing. Yeah, just running the clock the entire shit. That's when I when I worked at Target. I mean, I I know everyone. All it's weird. People seem to complain when things get busy, and even at the Walgreens that I go to, when things are busy, you know, I know all the cashiers and stuff like that. So I'll say hi and and see how they're doing and stuff. I actually know some of their names. It's really weird. I guess I I used to go there too often, but. Yeah, it's so weird, and I never felt this that they're always complaining when it's busy, and I'm like, that makes the time go by so fast. It like instantly. When I was a cashier yes. at Target, you're just going, 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 not even focused on. Oh, two hours has passed, and I've just been constantly checking people out. Wow, my day is almost over, and I always looked forward to the days that were the busiest or the hours that mm-hmm. I was working where I know that I'd constantly have something to do, so I wouldn't be clock yeah. watching, but. No one else seems to get that. I, I don't under I don't understand. Well, here's the here's the kicker. So that I just remembered right now. So, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It is very slow, and it's running the clock as a result of just being very bored. Right. Part of it is also magnified by I usually smoke a little bit of weed before I go in, and it's just. Bro, like, I look at the clock, and I'm just like, holy shit, I've only been here for 38 minutes. I already feel like I've been there for two hours. <laughs> and I'm not even getting, like, insane high. It's just, like, a little bit. Right. But it's, 
wow, it just drags on and on. And then what will happen is because I smoke a little bit of weed (laughs) on the drive to work and then I smoke a little bit of weed before going into work once I park. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while you like – I'll feel really good. I'll have reached – you know, because sometimes I'll get a little – yeah, and I'll get a little bit high, and it'll just be a little bit, and I'll feel pretty good, and then I'll be the perfect high, where you're you're pretty high, but you can still operate you're at uh, what I call cruising altitude. Right. You know, you've reached cruising altitude. But then as a result of that, when it wears off, I get tired. And then it's like I still have six hours – and I'm, I get tired. I, I get, can see how that especially would be a problem. Because especially when you smoke weed more regularly, it's it, for me, it's easier for me. It becomes easier for me to smoke more weed, get less high, and yeah. become more tired yeah. than if you don't smoke weed at all or smoke very little, very little rarely, weed. Yeah. You know, the weed hang it over. And so that <laughs> rolls into the shift. And I'm like, fuck. What do I – I am so tired right now. So my options are this. Option number one, deal with it. That sucks. Option number two, purchase a caffeinated beverage, a latte or a yerba mate. A what? Uh, a latte. A mate? No, <laughs> I knew you were asking. Yerba mate. It's a tea drink. Oh, yerba it's mate. A, it's, a natu- okay. it's a naturally caffeinated tea drink. And then there's the little lattes. That are delicious. L.A. is such the perfect place for and you. So, oh, my God. And so that's that's option number two, which I do sometimes. <laughs> and then there's option number three, which is just smoke a little bit more weed to prolong feeling tired. But then that compounds and you feel more tired. And that sometimes happens, too. Well, when I take a because in California, you get a 15 minute break. You're entitled by law to a 15 minute break. Yes. After working two hours. Yes. Uh, most, most states have that. And then you're entitled to a 15-minute break after between your lunch and the time that you leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. And – but the thing that sucks is that you have to – I mean no one's going no one's gonna to make you not take it if you don't want to. But at least in Illinois, every place that I worked, we would, we would forego the breaks – take a 30-minute paid lunch. And here you have to take your two 15-minute paid breaks and an un- 30-minute unpaid meal, yes. which sucks because then you're just wasting 30 minutes of your time at a place you don't want to be. Right. I'd rather just not take any breaks, take one 30-minute lunch, get paid for it, get the fuck out of there after eight hours instead of eight and a half. In Minnesota, it's like an hour-long unpaid lunch, which is just like a little excessive in my mind. Well, but, if you're on salary, you get a paid lunch, but I don't think you take breaks. So I think they, I think it's the same amount of time when you're on salary. Yeah, but I wasn't on you salary know? as a contractor. Yeah, I wouldn't want to – I mean I would love, ideally love the option to choose when I want to take my lunch and if I wanted to take a full hour or only 30 minutes. Yeah, totally because it's like – I mean you're going to end the day sooner if you take a shorter break, but <laughs> yeah, it, it all depends on the employer. The yeah, yeah I mean – being at work sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. That's that's fun. Oh well, uh, your 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 weed comment actually made me think of of something that I don't think I'd brought up before. Is uh, my brother and what I? Was it? My brother and I have been having many many more conversations. It's, it's like almost every other day now that we'll just talk for 
a half an hour to an even an hour sometimes. But uh, I was because you know we're, we're we I think we've pretty much repaired our our relationship over these rocky <laughs> last couple of years. I was gonna say, I was gonna say like I can't since high school I I could never tell like. Are you guys on the same team? Are you guys going? Are you guys at, currently at war with one another? Oh, you guys are friends now. Now you're having deep conversations. Now you guys are. You know, someone is snitching on someone else for smoking weed. Uh-huh. Like, what, I can never keep track of the politics. We generally the politics. had so that's good we, to know. Good we to generally know. had a ceasefire agreement, but then if yeah, one of us right? broke the ceasefire, then all hell would break loose, and who yeah. knows the kind of um, yeah. <laughs> prolonged conflict that we'd have with one another. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I and and I, you know, the more that I've been talking to him, this is probably the most that I've talked to him since we walked to school in a junior cease high. Ceasefire is the I'm still laughing about ceasefire. <laughs> That's the perfect that is the perfect way to describe it. We used to get we used to cover each other's backs a lot back up all the way through junior high. Then in high school, we both started hanging out with different crowds. And our just personalities mm-hmm. just clashed all the time. So yes, ceasefires were a beautiful thing in high school. Just because it could get it could get nasty. <laughs> would they ever get nasty at the dinner table, or would you be able to yes. keep it at bay? And yeah. The, oh. In front of the family. I mean, if uh, if we wanted There's to like no no holds bar situation oh, anywhere. We... It doesn't matter in public at the dinner table in front of grandparents it doesn't oh yeah matter. <laughs> oh yeah well and here's the thing too is i thought that certain things were off limits to bring up in front of the parents and mm-hmm. robert would just decimate that every time i did something to irritate him and uh and it would Gosh. just be it'd be like oh okay well let's let's get into all of your little little things that i i would never have dr- thought of uh bringing up to the parents before but well you've opened the floodgates so here it comes my fa- <laughs> my favorite is when uh my favorite is when you told me that uh, he t- he threw me under the bus, yes. guilty by association, when he threw me under the bus for something, and I was like, what the hell? I didn't even do anything to you, bro, but just because I'm friends with your brother, you're just going to rat me out like that? I know. I, I still don't understand exactly why he did that, but <laughs> I remember that very clearly. And every And ever since that happened... I mean, I'm fine. I don't care. That was like you know, early on in college, care. right? But any any time that that happened, that I would be sitting in the gazebo and I'd be looking up at that window and I just think, man, Robert, I thought we were cool, bro. I thought we were I cool. Thought we were cool. And I'd just be staring because that's his window up at the top, right in the back of your house. It is, yes. When we're in the gazebo, right? Yeah. I'm th- sitting there. What are you up to? And then every so often how I, I just want to so badly park my car in his where he parks oh. his car just so when he comes back. That's, that's, my, that's my way of getting back at him. I never did it, but I think I, – and you know me. I don't – when things like that happen, I don't care. It's a good story to tell. Yeah, totally. But it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's just funny that I would get involuntarily – thrown into this. <laughs> I know. So yeah, it's, it happens with, it's with been nice. Sibling it, it's been nice to have relationships. a sibling. Um, so you've been talking for a while. Right. Any and, interesting conversations? Are you going back to the weed comment you said? Oh, well, no, I'm just, because he smokes a lot of weed. So that's the other okay, person. Got um, that, yeah, I, I think I said something to him a couple of nights ago, something to the extent of we'd been talking for about a half an hour. He was showing me his video games and stuff like that. And I'm like, how are how are we related? We are like polar opposite individuals in every conceivable manner. 
it it is so it is so weird to think that we were raised by the same parents and i mean just stuff like he's an extrovert he has to talk to people whereas i've literally spent 90 percent of my quarantine down in the basement <laughs> just mm-hmm. doing doing zoom calls when i have to but i have no desire or no need to have a social interaction with uh, anybody else and i'll i'll be totally fine right. whereas him he has to that's that's a that's a requirement in his own personal need schedule like mm-hmm. food or sleep <laughs> he has to yeah. talk to people um and then our personality types where he's very aggressive goes straight at you where i tend to be a little more i'd like to think that i tend to be a little more empathetic when it comes to mm-hmm. conflict so anyway it's been fun it's been it's been wild because yeah we've we've really we've really gotten a little deep sometimes uh when it comes to just stuff going on in our our own lives and that's good crossing. so yeah it's been fun how about you and your brother you guys talk much we're good yeah i was talking to him the other day we did a zoom uh thing i i too i'm like a little bit of both i though i'm totally fine not having not being in like so it's fine but my my mom and sister are always wanting to do zoom calls or trying to orchestrate like a game that we can play through facebook messenger or try and coordinate like i know netflix has a feature now where you can watch a movie with people and you can have like a uh uh, an area where you can make comments at what's no you know so people can watch movies. See, I've never, I don't I care about. Wow, I don't care about any of that. Like I, sorry, I don't feel any need that I need to be in regular contact with, you know, my family members because of the pandemic. I'm totally fine just keeping <laughs> to myself and checking in once a month. I mean, right. I talk to my. My, I talk to my parents like every week and text yeah. my sister and brother sometimes. But I, I'm just saying I don't feel any need to communicate any more than we already have in the past because of the fact that a pandemic is going on. It's like we all live in completely different places, so the relationship still doesn't change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I will say, though, the one thing that I do really enjoy is there's a, a crew of us, uh, Joe – um, Nicole and uh, a new guy, Sean, who every couple of weeks we try to have just a wine and fun night or whatever where we get oh, on a, nice. a Zoom call or something and just get drunk and vent and bitch about various things. And yeah. it, it is it is That's good. some of the most enjoyable experiences. We'll do like a 15-minute business meeting and then just let loose. And uh, by the end, mm-hmm. we're all normally pretty drunk. <laughs> so, so yeah. we're But uh, yeah, just getting a chance to just have have an outlet like that just to like fart and vomit all yeah, over yeah, yeah, for other sure. people. That's nice. So yeah, it's it's been good. But that's that's about it. <laughs> what did you say? Fart and shit all over other fart, people. Fart and vomit <laughs> all over everyone else. Yeah. As a shit talking club, is <laughs> I know what you mean though. I get it. You just need to just just vent and just talk some shit every now and then. It's, I mean, because it, it, it's I don't want to. I don't mean that to say that you're the type of people that get off on talking shit. Sometimes you just need to get things off your chest. It's not like you are. You guys are getting things off your chest every single day, all day. I, totally. But that's you, you know. You just you just need yeah, a moment that's... to just be a mean person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. With a glass of wine, for I, sure. And the alcohol helps to just bring it out, so. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And you sit there, and you're, you're, 
you're swirling and sipping your wine and you're thinking it's that one person at work or one person in your life and you think, you know, you know what, that person is a snooty little bitch. <laughs> and you just have that moment. You just have that moment to look off into the corner. You just have that moment to look off in the corner and just let, you know, a few a few close associates really know what's on your mind. And then the next day you forget about it. And it's totally. not there anymore. You processed but... <laughs> it. You move on. Little circle of trust. What's, oh, what, yeah. what's said in the Zoom meeting stays in the Zoom meeting. The, but... circle, of, the circle of trust. <laughs> For sure. That's what we're going to call this episode. That's it.